the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, five foot two. It's all I need, yeah. And one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. I'm so glad to be back with y'all. Happy Monday, best day of the week. Get them out of here. (laughs) It's the best day of the week for me because I am back from a glorious four-day trip to the beach where I did nothing but lay around like a sloth and enjoy the sunshine and merriment and relaxed. In fact, I'm so potatoed uh, that I'm still feeling all chilled and chillaxed. But you know what? I'm still super excited to be here with you guys, kicking off another week as we plan and plot and scheme our way into saving America. Hey, I know the man that kept uh, things rolling while I was gone along the way for the past few days, well, at least Thursday and Friday. It's this man. It's DJ Potato Skins. All I have to say is I'm glad Andrea was very nice to be relaxed and refreshed Mm -hmm. to come back with some Mm -hmm. bright ideas, specifically Mm -hmm. introducing me to a brand new TV show I had never heard of, which is pretty much an extension of the Twilight Zone. Can't wait to get in the night gallery. Oh, yes, yes, yes. In fact, maybe that should just be my question of the day for y'all. If you watched both. uh, What was the first one? Twilight Zone Twilight and Night Zone. Gallery. This is Night Gallery is right up my alley. You say still, it's a bit on the spooky side. I'm still too chillax. No, Twilight Zone. If you watched both Twilight Zone and Night Gallery, I want to know if you agree with me the Night Gallery is the better show. 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. How many people out there even have heard of Night Gallery? Everybody talks about Twilight Zone. I had heard of it, but I didn't know what it was about, honestly. To me, Night Gallery was always the better show. Um, because even though we got a lot, we got to hit it hard on some politics, you know, I always like to have some fun and talk about movies and entertainment. See, I'm still yawning. I'm still relaxed. <laughs> you still on a beach? AK? <laughs> um, you know, well, look, if Joe Biden can uh, uh, be I mean, the He's setting the leader, pace and the tone of the nation, right? Right. I mean, if he can be the leader of the free world laying on a beach, why Why can't I, right? Um, no, it's just this heat. Heat makes me draggy. I am ready. We have a heat wave still here in San Diego County. I came back from 90 degrees and 90% humidity to about 90 degrees and a whole lot of humidity here. And it just dra- it, it just wears me out The a heat's bit. okay, but I'm ready for the humidity to go away. Yeah. Um, speaking of that, there is a storm. There is a, uh, a, a, a tropical storm, maybe. It's called, at this point, Adelia, that's on its way uh, to Florida. So it looks like it's going to make landfall if it stays on this path as a hurricane into Tampa. So hopefully everybody's down there getting prepared. When we had... 
uh, tropical storm, when we had tropical storm Hillary Kankles on its way here, you know, we had Ready America on the show. And I said, you got to be you got to be prepared, be prepped, whether it's you live in a hurricane country, whether you live in earthquake country, wherever it is, or just in general, you need to be prepped for that. So we've got a lot to get into tonight. In fact, speaking of prep and not being allowed to prep, we've got an update, a shocking, horrific update. Uh, some more information has come out about Hawaii. And uh, guess what? Kel surprise, or as the French, would, the French would say, what a shock. It wasn't climate change. I'll just share that with you guys. Um, guess what else isn't a shock? Um, the primary cause of death for the majority of people with COVID wasn't COVID. We got to share that with you guys. We've got that to get into. Of course, we know that they are expediting. They've got all the Trump trials on a fast track just so that they can try to fast track the controlling of our elections. And so we've got those topics and more. But we definitely want to hear from you, whether you're wanting to weigh in on the great debate of Twilight Zone versus Night Gallery, or whether you want to weigh in on any of the other topics of the day. Give us a call, 888-344-1170. I wanted to share, I, I did have a great, fabulous vacation but I had no idea that my vacation would involve uh, such a political topic. Here's what happened. Uh, I was flying um, Volaris Airlines, not sitting with my friend. She was a few rows up. I'm stifling a sneeze. She was a few rows up. There was, on my row was me, an empty seat, and a lady who was there with a group of people that we saw all spread around through the airplane that were on their way to Cabo because Valaris, I guess, does seat assignments and you're you're all sprinkled about. So it's me, empty seat, and this lady. Behind us is three of her friends all going to this birthday party, including a married couple. We're about 20 minutes into the flight, which is a two and a half hour flight to Cabo. All of a sudden, the lady behind me jumps up and yells, Something's wrong with my husband. Something's wrong with my husband. And she's at, at, at first, initially, the first few seconds, I flashed to the crazy girl that was saying, that guy's not real. He's not real. But literally within seconds, I could tell this woman's panic was absolutely genuine. I turn around and her husband behind me is sitting there and he's got his he, his head back, his eyes wide open, but he's not uh, he's not conscious like he's he's um he's not really there and one of his hands is shaking and so i turned to the wife and i said is he having a stroke does he have a history of strokes does he have a history of tias which is a little mini strokes does he have high blood pressure and she says he does have high blood pressure and i said does he have any medication on him i mean you know do you have anything you know kind of like do you have a history here do you have anything that you know, we because I also didn't know maybe if it was seizures, and in which case he might have some medication with him. I, you know, like first things first. If do we have a history here, we can deal with it. And all of a sudden, the flight attendants come up. They're asking for a doctor who might come back there. This woman comes to the back, and um, I'm closest to her at this point because he's behind me and this gal sits down and she says I can feel a pulse and I said are you a doctor and she said I'm a first assistant surgical 
And these are, uh, and to me, I think that's a physician's assistant or a nurse practitioner who uh, is a higher training. They're, they're like mini doctors and these are highly specialized. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm glad you're here. And I, and I said, I asked if there was anybody had a cuff here uh, to take his blood pressure. They, uh, the flight attendants brought him some oxygen. Uh, she says, I can barely feel a pulse. She put some oxygen on him. Somebody brought a cuff. And um, she puts the cuff on him and she immediately turns to the, his wife and she said, vaccine? And the wife said, and we all knew what vaccine she was referring to. And the wife nods her head and the surgical gal's like, oh, I, S word. Um, she says, uh, you know, he's, that means he's probably got a clot that's blocking off his blood flow. And the the wife is like, well, he had to get it. He works in the medical field and the surgeon lady is like doing what? And she says medical device. Well, that means he's a salesman and his career was on the line. And so it was get the jab or you're not going to be able to sell anymore. And if you know anything about medical device sales, then, you know, these people make a lot of money. So, you know, he was backed into a corner. Long story short, she's having to rub on his chest, his blood pressure. She gets a reading on him. And I said, how is it? She said, it's super low. And I said, what is it? She said, 80 over 50. At this point, the flight attendants come back and um, they proceed to tell us that it had happened a few minutes into the flight with another another passenger at the front of the plane. And the surgical gal's like, what? Now we've got multiple people on this plane having many strokes? So fast forward, long story short, he ends up coming around, and um, which isn't uncommon for TIAs. If you've got many strokes or even many seizures, you can come back around in the airline, put the pedal to the metal. We got to Cabo in record time in about an hour. They cut the time in half. And the story gets even crazier because I say to the wife at this point, she's next to me on the flight. And I said, so what's your plans when you get there? And she goes, oh, we're all going to a birthday party. And I'm like... No, I, I, I meant your plans for medical care. She goes, oh, they're going to make us see a doctor. And I'm thinking that your husband just practically stroked out on the plane, multiple strokes. And just because he's back semi-conscious now, I mean, that was crazy to me. Um, but here's the moral of the story. The surgical gal, her reaction, first question out of her mouth was vaccine. Yes. Oh, blank. That means he's got clots that are cutting off blood flow. I would have gotten right back. There's no way I would have stayed in Cabo. I would have taken the first plane back. First plane back. There's no way I would stay in Mexico in this situation. But there were two people on the plane with the same thing happening to them. I'm not a doctor, but I do know that your your I do know your blood pressure and the the, the pressurized cabin can affect your systems. I've been hearing reports of pilots having incidents in the cockpits. Now, if you're on a commercial plane, you've got a, you've got a, co- you've got a co-pilot. But, you know, if you're in, in a small private plane with somebody flying or you're a military pilot, I've heard word that there's, there's you know, an increase of, you know, issues happening in cockpits. You know, Houston, I think we have a problem here. And we certainly do, in my opinion, that was all the confirmation that I needed, as if Naomi Wolf and others hadn't already given me enough confirmation of what we already knew about these shots and the side effects of these shots and the sudden adult death syndrome of these shots and people who've never had a history before of strokes or anything else suddenly stroking out. So it defies logic, does it? Or maybe not. 
They're coming in September. The pressure is already on. School's back in session. You want to keep your kids in school? It'll be time. Coming up. We're already hearing about the, the group shot. You know, get a threefer. Go into CVS and get that threefer. The pressure is already on. Despite the fact that there's new, uh, there's new data that has come out by the CDC showing that the death rate and the, the uh, death counts were, though, were cooked like the Enron books were. We're going to take a break and we come back. We're going to get into that with you guys. I don't typically share vacation stories, um, but that's one that will stick with me because I'm thinking about my loved ones that got that shot and whether or not I'm going to be a pl- on a plane somewhere with them and they're stroking out on me or somebody else that I know. 888-344-1170. Don't go away. We got more Andrea K. Show coming right up. The Donut Queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Don't forget we have our podcast, which is usually up by about noon every day if you miss any part of the show and you want to listen to it or replay because we have some amazing content on there. Download it wherever you get your podcast. Our live call-in number is 888-344-1170. Got to remind everybody of the rules of the road if you're going to call in live. If you want to call in and just share a topic idea or you've got a guest idea or you don't want to go on air and you just want to share something with us, we've got a 24-hour hotline for you. That's 844-814-5227. If you want to call in and uh, be live on the show, uh, that's 888-344-1170. The rules of the road for that is that uh, we are an actual radio show. We're not a podcast, and that means we have FCC regulations. Uh, that means that you can't be cussing on air here, and it also or just calling and flat out being rude. Or, or and yeah, you you can't you can't cuss on air, and we also don't put people on the air who are rude and disrespectful to my producer. Not happening. And so, uh, putting that out there to you people. So we love we love you guys. Uh, you know we always loved it, love it when you call in, um, but there's some people that have just not been been respectful, and so we got to remind you of that. Okay, we're not like other shows where it's like we only give you thirty seconds, and you got to keep and you can't you know don't don't ask how we are, don't make any small talk. We don't no, do we any get of that. Quite the fair shake, I'd say. Yeah, all we do, all we ask is that you be polite and you don't you know to cuss out you know my producer. Um, back to the to the the top story of the day in my opinion and that is the continued excuse uh, under the phony guise of public health to have control over our bodies and the damage that's being done there's now a report out and i was telling the story of my first my that what i witnessed with a medical emergency and somebody having many strokes what was it like for you? How, how, how did you react as it was happening, Andrea? Um, On the inside, obviously. Well, I mean, I was, I was shocked. I, I, I thought, you know, oh my gosh, are we going to end up? I literally, I didn't think he was going to make it. I thought he was going to die. And I thought we were going to have a plane full of traumatized people carrying, and, and most importantly, his spouse and all of their friends having to carry their beloved, you know, husband and family member on a, on a plane back home and what a waste it would be if it was shot related, which is obviously what the surgeon assistant thought it was. 
and how devastating that is. These people going on vacation, a bunch of loved ones to celebrate, and we got this going on. I mean, I think that's very telling. People should really pay attention that this came from from the surgeon's assistant. That was literally the first thing that she said. I mean, that says a lot. Right. And it also says a lot that, you know, we are continuing to have this kind of tyrannical, um, blatant exploitation of our minds and our bodies under the guise of public health. And I get that about the Trump indictments, I was gone when the mugshot came out. I'm going to get into all that stuff. But I said at the time when, when the shots came out, when the shots, when the COVID came out, and I had so many people mad at me because I wasn't going along with the narrative. I said, it doesn't matter what the problem is in this country. The solution must always be freedom, individual responsibility, individual accountability. There's no exceptions to that. No exceptions, because otherwise we've got a bunch of tyrannical, insane dictators lording over us and exploiting anything that they can for power. And here we are. And shoving healthy people in our homes, forcing healthy people to take tests, forcing healthy people to take masks, denying denying sick people therapeutics, all so they could shove us into our arms with injections uh, and even pregnant women. It's one thing if, if everybody believed it at the time, but now there's no reason to because we've got a new report out. 99% of COVID deaths not primarily caused by the virus. This according to the CDC. Uh, and you can read about it dailymail.co.uk uh, this according in week ending August 19th COVID was a primary cause in just 1.7 of virus deaths primary cause and at the time of COVID you got to remember too I was saying this then uh, many people were there's a difference between dying with COVID and dying from COVID and I had so many people argue with me even so called conservatives I was like If somebody has been struggling with breast cancer, stage four, and their chemotherapy has run out, and their body's weak, and they get COVID, they didn't die from COVID. That's called a secondary cause because their bodies were already at such a vulnerable state. And I, you know what, at the time, what I did was I used uh, AIDS as my argument then because if somebody dies from AIDS it's not what ends up happening the the final cause of death oftentimes is um um what is it pneumonia it's pneumonia that takes them down what is what's 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 the primary thing it, it, but when you die of of AIDS they don't put pneumonia on the on the death certificate they put you died of AIDS that's just the way in which AIDS finally your body succumbed to it. it you know i i talked to a pathologist one time and i said you know what how does cancer actually kill you because well what do you mean it's cancer i'm like yeah but how how does it actually take your body down he goes, oh, interesting question. So, you know, if you, you know, so, and the only reason why I'm bringing all this up is because the American people were lied to in such an egregious, despicable manner over COVID that it was not just that 99% of deaths now with a virus are not caused by COVID. At the time, at the height of the pandemic, only 30% of people with the virus actually died from COVID. You think of those numbers. What did they, how, what have they told us? 600,000 people died 
So what's 10% of that is 60,000, right? So a third percent of that is 180,000. That's a whole, but that's a whole different, different ball of wax, isn't it, Skins? That's 180 degrees. You got a whole different, you got a whole different willingness in terms of submission of a population with that number versus 600,000. That's a bad flu season, which is all this really was a bad flu season. Today is the first day of school and they are coming out and lying to the American people and saying there's no reason to think that learning went down and that academic achievement or any other issues were as a result of shutting down the schools at the time. That's a lie. Suicide rates skyrocketed. Depression skyrocketing in children. Drug abuse and drug addiction skyrocketing in children. Being victimized by domestic abuse skyrocketed in children in that time. The untold amount of destruction across this United States from the serial killing of people who could have survived had they been allowed to take ivermectin to the to the people that have died indirectly from drug abuse and everything else I just listed to the untold number of people that are going to die like that man on the plane. And they stayed in Mexico I don't know that he made it through the weekend. We're, we're, we're not getting the truth when we hear about like LeBron James, son. I mean, how many more young athletes do we see, in, including family members of celebrities, you know, dropping practically dead, you know, on, on basketball courts and soccer fields and all around for, for a country, a country singer recently, 30 years old. Uh, the night of the country Grammys or country music awards having to be rushed to the hospital, her body full of blood clots. And then you're having people say, well, that's a rarity. Well, it used to be a rarity. Not anymore. I was talking to somebody and telling them my story on the plane today. And she's like, multiple people on the plane. That's got to be extremely rare. And I'm thinking it was. Is that going to be rare anymore? I've flown a lot of times in my life. I've never had anybody, a healthy looking male Stroking out on me on the plane. But get this. There's another potentially life-threatening health scare going on on the rise in Virginia, according to the CDC. Guess what that one is? Oh, my goodness. I'm so scared. Meat lovers beware. I'm so scared. It's called the Alpha-Gal Syndrome, AGS. Got to give it an acronym. Make it sound really, really scary. Really frightening. It's a little-known meat allergy that is contracted through tick bites and can be life-threatening. It primarily causes hives, angioedema, upset stomach, diarrhea, stuffy or runny nose, sneezing, sneezing headaches, and a drop in blood pressure. And it can even cause death. Gee, imagine that, a tick getting on you, on a human being. You're not supposed to get ticks on you. And it actually giving you a disease that could die. My brother got Lyme disease, by the way. He was out hunting up in, in uh, Northern California, came home felt something on his thigh in the shower and it was a, and it was a tick and he had the circle on it and now he's you know it was a lime tick you know um if you're outdoors you can get ticks on you sounds like stuff we already know yeah yeah but isn't it interesting isn't it interesting that at the same time that they're trying to tell us trying to buy up uh, the the uh Chinese communist party the Jeff Bezos's, the Bill Gates is buying up, buying up all our farmland, all talking about how we're going to need to eat crickets at some point, talking of building 50,000 square foot facilities for lab grown meat. Right. And suddenly we got to hear about a tick, tick a, a red meat. And, it, and it's just red meat. I guess these ticks don't eat chicken. 
I guess they don't eat pork either. I like my chicken tacos. It just causes you to have a red meat allergy. (laughs) Oh, how convenient. All right. We're going to take a break. We come back. The cause of the Maui fires has officially been revealed. And guess what? It wasn't climate change. What a shock. Are you shocked? We're not. We'll tell you what really caused the fires when we come back. Dynamite in a dress or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Well, the cause of the fires in Maui has been revealed. And guess what? It wasn't climate change. It was actually downed power lines and failures by the state's main power utility company. There's been a lawsuit that uh, the government has filed against the utility company. Not that that's going to not that that's going to, you know, um, <laughs> help anybody. We had a we had a similar situation here. There was a fire uh, that in SDG&E was found was found liable because of down power lines. Um, according to the lawsuit, Maui County has said that Hawaii Electric Company uh, had a duty to quote properly maintain and repair the electric transmission lines and other equipment, including utility poles associated with their transmission of electricity and to keep vegetation properly trimmed and maintained so as to prevent contact with overhead power lines and other electric equipment. Um, I think there was also supposed to be, I think in advance, they were supposed to shut off the grid in advance of it in anticipation and they failed to do so as well. So there you have it. Of course, it didn't stop uh, the White House clean energy, quote, czar, John Podesta, to blame climate change. Uh, and, and then he oh, and then he also went on. I think we played a clip of it at the time, how he said that the Biden's so-called Inflation Reduction Act was going to solve the problem. And then they actually even tried to tie the Maui fires to a climate change to Hurricane Tropical Storm Hillary. That was basically, uh, you know, a bunch of nothing here in Southern California. Um, but I, I can't even imagine there's a, a, a Lahaina fire uh, survivor. Uh, has her own take on it in terms of what ultimately caused it. Uh, this was, um, I don't see her name here. But she called out, uh, she, oh, Christine Borge. She says, I guess you could say I'm a Kapuna honored elder. I was living on 18th Street when it happened. I walked away with nothing except my dog. She blamed, she slammed FEMA and the Small Businesses Association for their conflicting guidelines and paperwork. She says, I walked out yesterday because I'm hearing conflicting stories of what paper I should fill out. Uh, she says four of five people in her in her community lost their homes, yet there got there's a labyrinth of processes that make it difficult to to access even basic aid. Where is the legacy media skins? Where are they? No, of course, they're nowhere. No, they're blaming they're blaming climate change when if this was a Republican president, they'd be out there en masse all day long saying, why do the Republican Party hate Hawaiians and Filipinos and people of color in Hawaii? 
They'd be blaming Trump for the paperwork issues here. She says, so many people, my employees, they're Filipino, and they don't know how to fill out these papers. Four out of five of us lost our homes. It was burned to the ground. She says, we busted our blank, and this is what we get. She says, nobody called us. Our phones didn't work from five in the morning. The fire was not 10 o'clock when I went to work. I'm not sure what she meant there. The fire was still there. There was no water. Tell me if that's not a coincidence. She says, no water, no warning. And everybody talking about the satellite city before the fire. Lahaina going to be the first satellite city. She went on to say, Jeff Bezos, you got what you wanted. Oprah, you got what you wanted. Blank us all over, she said. Because basically what uh, the Lahaina citizens are saying over there is they're not stupid. Whether it was, whether was it negligence? Basically, according to her, that the that the fire that uh, the power company didn't shut off the grid, they so they didn't shut off the grid, left it left the wires and the lines all hot, didn't give them any water, no sirens, phone shut off, no way to communicate. And she says, why? Because, the, and, and in her mind, the reason that it was all planned, and it was all done, and the reason is because the billionaires want their little satellite city they wanted that land in Lahaina. And you know what? She may well be, tr- be right. Because the mayor over there, one of the first things he said was, oh, our plans for Lahaina? Oh, some assisted living, not assisted living, but some low-cost housing over here. Maybe a memorial set up. We got plans. We got plans. Not one mention of a plan being anything related to the citizens there with their businesses and their homes. Legacy media is nowhere to be found. You know where the legacy media is? Legacy Media is down there in Jacksonville claiming that Ron DeSantis hates black people. I mean, think about that. We got a governor who's not responsible at all for the fact that some whack job took some guns that he acquired legally and went in to kill some people. He's somehow responsible for that. And yet the Legacy Media is all blaming to is refusing to hold Biden. They're actually defending Biden. They're not only not blaming the Democrat officials at the local level or at the state level, they're not blaming the federal officials at the FEMA level for, for the nightmare that they're putting the citizens through. They're actually defending Joe Biden, who went over there and tried to act as though he had went through something as equally devastating because he almost lost his Cadillac. Oh, no, his Corvette. That's even worse. Corvette. No offense, you Corvette drivers. We still don't have the whole death count. I read that I was in, I don't know if y'all heard this. I, I couldn't can't verify it, but I read that when I was in uh, uh, over the weekend that 183 bodies have washed up on shore in Lanai. Um, that's, I, I, I'm assuming that's not true, but we've got hundreds and hundreds of bodies missing. Hundreds, hundreds. And the legacy media, I ain't seeing a word anywhere about it. Doesn't fit the narrative. We're going to talk about Jacksonville in a moment, but to, to round out talking about the climate change hucksters, um, did you did you watch the video of outside Burning Man with the Nevada Rangers? Yeah. <laughs> 
This is a nominee for Hero of the Week for me. Early on, I'm not going to give him Hero of the Week, but this Nevada Ranger is kind of a nominee for Hero of the Week. I wasn't sure if it would make good radio because you didn't get the video with it, but we're going to play the first 30 seconds, but let me set the stage because Burning Man, so many people have told me throughout the years that Burning Man is like Mardi Gras. No, it's not. A bunch of people, a bunch of yahoos hanging out in the desert with their trucks, you know, lighting bonfires and, 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 and jumping around is, is, is not Mardi Gras. Okay, but if that's how you want to spend your time, fine. Well, for some reason, the climate hucksters are all upset about Burning Man. So some of them decided to lay down in the middle of the road to try to block people from getting in. And they set up a blockade, kind of like Chaz or Chop up in Seattle area, um, using their bodies as shields. And a uh, and it's and it's super hot up there. This is outside Fallon, Nevada. We're talking about 150. This is also why I would never go, Andrea, even I if know. I was interested, because it is too hot. It, it's too dang hot. Um, if I'm going to be somewhere hot, it's going to be in a beach in Cabo. Okay. So anyway, this ranger who's probably had enough in this heat. Okay. Cause being hot will make you cranky. Uh, he decided to take matters into his, into his own hands and in his hands by mean the steering wheel skins. Please play the clip. <laughs> so much we're not violent yeah you are we're we don't we don't have any weapons yeah you attempted to use your body as a weapon to try to manipulate to try to control people you're the worst of a worst you're a terrorist and i hope lady whoever you are i hope you were terrorized and scared because you should be you should, we need, we need the black light. And this kind of crap that should have happened during Black Lives Matter and Antifa. There was nobody hurt in this. But he did what, he did the right thing. He took out their barricade without hurting any of them. Put the fear in them. Said, I'm going I'm to take you out. You get out of the way, I'm going to take you out. And then he got his gun out and he said, get down, get down on the ground and proceeded to do some arrest. That's how you handle these people. And that's what should have had happened to Black Lives Matter and Antifa. We're nonviolent. No, you're not nonviolent. That is an act of violence. It's tyranny. So he's, he's a nominee for me for Hero of the Week. And you know what's going to happen then? That's what's gonna, it's going to send a message to any other little dopes that decide that they're going to try to be cute on a weekend somewhere uh, on, before their college you know, starts back up to think they're going to go lay down in the middle of the road or tie themselves to a tree. You go right ahead. And I hope this ranger shows up on the scene. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. We are going to take you down to Florida and update you guys on some shocking comments that have been made in the wake of this Jacksonville shooting. So stay tuned. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea Kay Show, on The Answer San Diego. 
Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. So there was a shooting in uh, Jacksonville at a Dollar General store. Evidently, the shooter uh, was was uh, wanting to target. Of course, we don't have the documentation. We don't know. We don't know. Uh, the, the word is, is that he was there to target black people. He had gone to a historical black uh, college or university earlier in the day. Supposedly, there's documentation that says that, you know, he had he didn't like black people. There's no mention of Trump. In any of the supposed documentation about him, it tells me he's a far left, a far lefty, because if this would if this dude was anything related to MAGA, uh, certainly we would know about it. Right. What we do know is that the guns were bought legally. We also know that he was what a shock. He was known to the FBI. Gee. If only the FBI knew about these shooters in advance. She, if only the FBI would actually decide that their job was to protect the United, uh, United States um, from the bad people instead of treating the law-abiding like the enemy and being nothing but, the, but a, a jack boot uh, force, the brown shirts for the Democrat Party. This person had been taken into... I don't want to say custody. There's something called the Baker's Act in Florida, where if you're deemed to, you can be committed. If you're deemed to be a threat, uh, you can be committed for observation. He was taken into into observation for 72 hours and he was released. And uh, this reminds me a lot of the Parkland shooter. Remember him? The FBI in Florida knew about him like 20, had, had, uh, had what, 20 something visits with him. So we know that much about him. Ron DeSantis, uh, as governor of Florida, went there. Um, I thought it's interesting for him to have done that. Now, we know this is part of the problem I have with a governor running for president. Because would he have gone to the shooting if he wasn't running for president? Probably. Is this the biggest mass shooting where there where there been other people? I don't know much about what's going on in Florida, but what bothers me about Ron DeSantis going there was that one of the things that he did when he was there was talk about response from behalf of the state in terms of giving them all the money that they need. Money for what? And then he promised $100,000 to the victims' families. Because it's a hate crime. Ron DeSantis is running for president of the United States. Would Ron DeSantis, who is supposed to be a conservative, would he have fostered that kind of division as a conservative? The conservative position is not that somebody who gets murdered is more important and it's more it, it's more heinous of, of a crime if somebody of color gets shot than somebody who's not a, quote, person of color. I don't think it's the conservative position to use the taxpayer's money as a piggy bank to buy votes for a presidential election. Because that, to me, is what he did in that moment. If Skins leaves the, the studio... And gets somebody hits him in his car, 
and does a hit and run and he dies. Is the state of California going to pay his family because he's been victimized by somebody who drove drunk? Let's say it was a drunk driver and committed a crime in killing him. Is Skins' family going to get any money to help them along the way? Why are the taxpayers? And this may sound, do, do I sound evil? This is why I hate hate crimes legislation. Those families that are suffering today are not suffering any more than somebody who lost a loved one today who's white. Because the loved one we had, we had, a, a, you know, uh, I mean, how many how many white people are going to be murdered in this country this week? They matter, too. Ron DeSantis was booed when he got there because of his CRT legislation. And um, so much so that actually, well, let me let me play this. I don't know that Ron DeSantis would have gone, as governor of an enormous state, would have gone to the shooting of three people if it had been anybody else of skin color who were the victims. And if he wasn't running for president, and if he didn't have this kind of stuff being said about him and his CRT agenda because he was running for president, clip three. What I make of that condemnation is hollow statements. This is a governor who has done nothing but fan, fan these types of of happenings throughout our, our state. Look, at the at the end of the day, the governor has blood on his hands. He has had a attack, an all-out attack on the black community he, with his uh, anti-woke policies, which we know very well was nothing more than a dog whistle to get folks up and riled up in the way in which it just happened on yesterday. Ron DeSantis' CRT policies, which we have championed here, had, are, 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 are what the left is continuing to use uh, if, uh, I mean, this is the same old identity politics game, right? Ron DeSantis's his response to people saying that, that uh, criticizing him for his woke policies is not to pander to them to buy their votes. I don't think he handled it correctly today. Here's who I think handled it correctly today. A councilwoman, uh, here's what her reply was uh, when he was getting heckled. Clip nine. We are not going to allow these institutions to be targeted by people. We. Okay, listen, y'all. Let me, let me tell you, we finna put parties aside. Because it ain't, it ain't about parties today. Thank you. A bullet don't know a party. So don't get me started. Right on, whoever she was. There's a delicate balance that Republicans and conservatives need to take when it comes to this. We can, but what, what we cannot be doing is because now he wants votes. He, didn't, he wasn't concerned at all about anybody's response to CRT stuff until he was running for president. He needed to take a position like her and say, I'm not here as a Republican. I'm not here as a presidential candidate. He needed to not be trying to play those political games with using taxpayer money. And he needed to be taking that approach that she was taking. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in Brian Maloney. We're going to continue the discussion with him. It's Mondays with Maloney. We're going to talk about him. And I've also got a really interesting clip from Rebecca Ramaswamy. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.